Shut up and sit down. Hey Siri, what is an expert? As a noun, it means a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. <laughs> okay, that's clearly not us. But we're not idiots either. Hmm. Arguable. <laughs> okay, fair. How about not complete idiots? We're a couple of guys who have been friends for 25 years who happen to disagree on a lot of things. This is our podcast, where we try to make sense of those things and try to understand the other's perspective. These are our inexpert opinions. Shut up and sit down. Uh, okay, we got to let's yeah, make sure we cut all this shit out, too. Um, what's what's the OK, clap. Ready? Let's roll. Ready? Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. No, but for real. Uh, <laughs> to the last pod of the twin twin. Twenty twin twin. I ain't following it up with the last piece. Um, what were we just talking about? We were just talking about razors or something like that, right? Yeah. What you yeah. what well, your razor of choices for the head. Yeah, and I was gonna say I haven't used so so my wife got me this pit bull hair Mr. razor. Three oh five. What was it? What did I? We just we just looked it up and I forgot what it's called. This is going to be a good podcast. It's called the Hair Skull Shaver. Shaver. Skull, Skull Shaver. Shaver. Pitbull. Um, I haven't used it yet because Mr. Worldwide. We, Mr. Worldwide. When we were in Moab, I was loading up the back of the truck and I uh, didn't duck my head low enough to enter the back of the truck thank god i had a hat on because i have that hurts i've got this probably two inch by inch like not quite gash but i took my hat off later on in the afternoon and i was looking i was like i was like is it pussing honey and i showed her my (laughs) hat she's like that's skin Oh. Like there was just this layer of skin across the top of my hat on the inside. Is that That's why you're rocking much... a hat right now? Well, no, I'm rock, rocking the hat right now because I haven't shaved my head in like a week and a half because of it. So, oh, uh, that's a good look. It's a great look. For me. <laughs> 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 oh, every time uh, I go too long without shaving my head, I remind. I'm just reminded of how old and fucking just broke I am. <laughs> oh, like, it, it, it very quickly reminds me why I shaved my head. I'm like, ooh, this is not a good look. <laughs> and bro. And every time oh. I get wet, if, seriously, if I think the, when I had, which we're going to get to, but when I had COVID, I went like freaking seven days or something without shaving. And I went like the last day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was just depression because I hadn't left the house seven days or because I saw my head after seven <laughs> days without shaving. And I was like, oh, she's given up a lot more since the last time we tried this. <laughs> oh, how broke. Uh, Dude, I, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, I think. <laughs> I think it was you. Were we talking about how you look at a picture of yourself and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm 15 or I'm mm-hmm. 20, right? And, and you just, you don't see. We took a picture in Moab and talk about looking <laughs> broke and just, oh, I looked at it and I, I looked at my sister and, and, and the rest and I'm like, what's going on in this picture? And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, look. I had these, I had these, it looked like I had butternut squash for eyeballs and, and like eye sockets. 
uh my face was like gray and pink like shades of gray and pink <laughs> i i look like i'm a thousand i, I mean wow. I, it is not a good look i look no. atrocious and it's yeah the, maybe the worst picture i've ever seen of myself and there's four or five back to back so it's four or five of the worst pictures i've ever seen i look like Jabba the Hutt. We came, it reminded me so much of Jabba the Hutt. We came home, not even kidding, and watched Star Wars A New Hope the following night and introduced our son to Star Wars because I was looking at it going, that's Jabba the Hutt. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Star Wars in a minute. So that's how bad I look. You look at your wife and you're like, seriously, I understand if you want to leave me. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) If I were in your shoes, I would be gone. I've always heard I married up. It's really starting to show. If you want to move for, move forward, go, go. I'm holding you back. Yeah. I'm holding you back. It's <sighs> bad news. What's the age difference between you and her? Uh, by that picture, 122 <laughs> years. I could be her grandfather. I... I, I <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. So I am a surviving civil war hero. Uh, she, um, no, five, five years. Let's see. I fought in the war of 1812. So what does that make it? Okay. I can remember Genghis Khan telling me to stand down when I was going to rush the walls of that building. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm 455. (laughs) Yeah, man, we, uh, you know, we're, you've got the big four Oh, next year. I've got three, eight things are not going, going well. If this is what three, eight and four Oh look like, can you imagine 10 years from now? We're going to look busted as fuck. Dude. I, I can say that like psychologically, uh, life, I feel like has been getting better year in and year out like, as you age. Yeah. 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 It's like my dad says, you know, oh, if you like your 30s, you're going to love your 40s. If you like your 40s, you're going to love your 50s. Like the life. When does just that seemingly, stop me, would you guess? Well, that's what I was just getting to is I'm judging by that picture. It stops now. <laughs> <It's done. laughs> so that means I've got a lot of decades left. And things are just going to go downhill. It is over. Yeah. Life is not getting any better. But, you know, by I'm looking at that picture. I've actually heard your 40s are some of the best years, because I think from what what I've heard anyway, is that. You're financially stable, you know, hopefully most people are financially stable (laughs) at that point. You know, your kids are a little bit older, so you're like, there's a lot more of like watching them like grow up and become like, you know, miniature adults or whatever as they age. Um, Your marriage, if as long as you're like, you've been married for a while, that's like, okay, you've really kind of, I'm saying this, I'm not the married one, you should chime in on this one, but, but like, especially if you've been married for some time. Like the challenges of like having small children in the house have like alleviated to a degree. And so everything seems to just be working like an oiled machine and life seems easier at that point. Like your butt. Like my butt, right? So (laughs) yeah, you, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I don't have children or married. So maybe my forties will be a fucking shit show. I don't know. I think that, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not quite there yet. My guess is that's going to be my fifties. Like the marriage piece going, going, going great. Right. Like we were, I've got, I've got friends that had kids pretty early. Um, that, you know, I don't, I don't know if they could, I don't know. I I don't want to judge their marriage, but, um, we should though. I Let's think, do it. I think the, er- <laughs> I think the, having kids earlier rather than waiting a bit and trying to kind of figure your marriage out is, 
in my opinion, not as as beneficial as like getting to know one another more and kind of, you know, exploring. Ex- right. Ex- exploration. Exploration. Uh, Let's explore. Yeah. And then and then once you've you know, you know, you want to have kids or you're because because hell you marry a person, have a kid right away. That's just. I don't know. Yeah. Where do you, what if you decide two years into it? It's like, wow, I actually now living with you now being married to you. I've seen all of these bits. Uh, you know, we're shitting with the bathroom door open now. Like this is <laughs> which you should probably I not do. I really don't know if I want to be in this anymore, but we've got a right. two year old. Right. Right. Um, that's, that scares me. But anyway, where I was ultimately going is I have a feeling that'll be 50 for me because that's when the kids will be like teenagers mm-hmm. and, and oh, older yeah. and, um, because well, I know your son had, will be a teenager well, in your forties. Cause I had kids when I was 452. <laughs> so uh, that'll be like, <laughs> uh, right. my son will be a teenager when I am 47. Right. So late forties. Yeah. Good point. God, you yeah. know, I was talking to my dad yesterday just briefly and my dad was, let me think. Cause I always get this wrong. I moved out of the house in 2001. So my dad was 41 years old when I was out of the house. Really? Yeah. 44 or 43 or 44 when my sister moved out. My dad was my, that means you would have both of your children out of your house in four years from now, five years from now. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't fathom that. My parents just got straight to it. Just worked it on out. Just right from the worked it. <laughs> I don't. My 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 parents were closer to where? Well, let's see. So sixty seven this year. Uh, I'm thirty eight. So dad was thirty. So he was four years younger than I when he had me. Mm-hmm. Older sisters five. Wait, your dad years was what? Thirty six when he had you. Thirty. Thirty. Okay. When he had me, um, I'm, I'm sorry, four years older than I was when he had, when I had my first kid, he was four years older than when he had me. That was okay. a really terrible way of saying I'm it. I'm still confused, honestly, but go okay. Ahead. So his first kid, he was nine years younger than I was when I had my first kid. Okay. What's well, the status? How old were you when you, when you had your first kid? 34. He 34, was 26. Okay. okay. When he had no, your oldest sister. No. He was 25. I was 34 when he was 25, when he had your older sister. Yes. And then he was 30 when he had me, I was 34. That's what I was getting at. Okay. 30 when he had you, you were 34 when you had your son. Okay. So he was done with, because he had my little sister, 33, Mm -hmm. excuse me. And so therefore he was no, well, yeah, no. Hold on. Math is not our strong suit. Yeah, math is not my strong suit. Um, Let me rewind this a bit. Uh, Flip it and reverse it. Flip it and reverse it. Whatever the fuck she said. He's 67. No, 68. 52, 53. I thought my older sister said my mom's 70th birthday was next year. That's not true. She's way off. (laughs) You are way off. (laughs) Where. She's lost a yeah, year. There's in no COVID. way your mom's 70. There's no, no she's lost way. a year in COVID. She's wrong. She texted my little sister and me and was like, Hey mom, 70th next year. And I was going, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's a great gift idea. And that's not true. Her 70th is in two years. 
Um, I can't believe your mom's so, 68. That's so insane. dad's 67. Mom's 68. That's correct. Um, so dad would have been 29 when he had me 24, when he had eldest 32, when he had youngest, which aligns and adds. No, that still doesn't add up. <laughs> he would have been 31 when he had youngest. If he, no, 30. If when he had youngest, if he's 67, I'm 38. And I, and, and he's 67. Everybody listening uh, so, to this right now is like, well, what is that? Bang their head on their keyboard this. or whatever they're close to. 29 years old. I'm, I'm 38. Youngest is 35. No, she's not, no, that way. She's no, 37. She's 36 or 37. Thir- Why do I keep saying I'm 38? I'm 39. Oh, I'm yeah. almost 40. You are definitely 39. Why? I'm a idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too early. My eyes, you can tell they almost look like butternut squash. Um, not quite like they did the other day at Moab when I was a thousand. Uh, My dad was 23 okay. when he had so me and 25, almost 26 when he had my sister. So he was 27 when he had me. That makes much more sense. And 30 when he had little. Yes. Little. And 22 when he had Eld. 22. Eld. So he was done with children four years before I had my first. Yep. That's ultimately. Well, that was kind of the norm back then, too. Yeah. 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 I would say he was even probably late or old yeah. when it came to the last one. But maybe not. I don't know. Um so where are we where how have we how have you been since we left? Well, I went to Moab for Christmas. Uh, you had COVID. I had COVID <laughs> for Christmas. That was fun. Um, I was told I did by my doctor multiple times, <laughs> despite multiple negative tests. Uh, so it's not. I shouldn't. I got to stop saying my doctor because I like my doctor and I despise this doctor. <laughs> Lying wench. Wench. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I was. Dude, I was we need to I was start using words like we were talking about yesterday, where it's just, we start talking <laughs> like it's eighteen ninety. Well, that's where I'm from, so uh, it makes a ton of sense. I uh, got to start using those those yeah plebeians, the plebeians, plebeians. wench. Um, I keep making these pods I, I, for these proletariat for the proletariat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the proletariat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was thrice was the one I was thrice. saying to the data. I got to start using that a lot more one, often. Two, thrice times. I edited that podcast thrice times uh, before uploading it for the proletariat. Uh, uh, yeah, so dude, I, I had COVID. I got COVID, so I was in quarantine for Christmas. Didn't get to go home so yeah, as originally so intended. You got COVID when we did our podcast with Dr. Batchoff. was my first day of COVID. Because remember I told you I felt like shit? Yes. And yes. I told you like. And we both got tested. Listen, yeah. Because I listened. Yep. Remember I, when you posted it like the following day, whatever, I listened to it. And I'm like, wow, I was a lot more clear than how I felt. Because I felt yeah. like I was talking, but my head was so foggy. Right. I didn't feel like I was making any sense. I really didn't actually understand what I was saying most of that time. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Because you, you called me immediately and you were like, dude, I apologize if I uh, was an absolute buffoon and idiot. Right. I was like, no, no, I wouldn't have ever guessed anything. I mean, yeah. you seemed 
pretty. So we, we, like listened the, to it on the, we listened to it on the car ride home and then we got done and, and my wife's like, so uh, Mike pretty much took that one over. I was like, hell yeah, he did. And he did awesome. Like, <laughs> well, thank God. I, because I, I didn't talk a ton and I was fine with it because you crushed. Good. Because I felt like shit that day. So. So yeah, COVID. What's yeah. COVID like? Well, so it was really weird. I'll be, so the first few days, so that was on a Wednesday was my, like the first day of symptoms. I woke up. And it felt like I had body aches, chills, like pretty foggy. And, um, you know, honestly, I was like, I didn't think it was COVID. I thought I was just like, oh, great. I got like the seasonal flu or a cold that probably the flu because of the body aches and chills, but whatever. So I felt like crap. And I've just, you know how you like when you're getting sick, like the day progressively gets worse, you know, you feel worse as the day progresses. Yeah. But then I went to bed, I got a decent night's sleep on that Wednesday and woke up Thursday and the chills were pretty much gone, but the, the body aches were pretty r- r- like rugged. In fact, outside of, well, then on Friday, fr- so Friday I felt even better, still had body aches and those were getting worse, but it was Friday night that I went to go get in the shower and I was sitting there like scrubbing stuff with soap. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh God, I can't smell this soap. And for anybody that, that knows me that I'm a scent person. Like I have lots of smell good stuff. You've and got, so my, yeah, I, you've got pretty good nares. Yeah. Your, your nares pick up scent pretty well. Yeah. And so like the soap that I use, I love, it's like one of my favorite things in the shower. It's like, God, I love this smell and I couldn't smell it. And I'm like, Oh, that's not good. And so I jump out of the shower, <laughs> <laughs> dry off, whatever, run into the kitchen and I drink some Gatorade and it's a great Gatorade and all it tastes like is sugar water. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I still had a tiny bit of like flavor there. But then I went to bed Friday night. Well, and so then I was like, oh, shit, this is probably COVID. So I hurried up and uh, scheduled the, the COVID test for the following day. And when I woke up Saturday, it was smelling and taste was non-existent. And no, I couldn't taste I, it. was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of went into that test on Saturday knowing what the answer was going to be. But yeah, man, <clears throat> prior to losing taste and smell, which is horrible, it's what's today thursday tomorrow will be 14 days that i have not had taste or smell and it's shit it sucks (laughs) like i've heard people like oh i've had it you know like i lost my taste and smell for you know six seven days whatever and it came back i'm staring down two weeks and also staring down the barrel of a shotgun so (laughs) (laughs) something's gonna give first i'm just not sure which one I'm scrolling back through text messages and Friday night at 7.57. So now I can barely taste or smell anything. Good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I say no way. Oh, man. The body aches you described. You has it. Yeah, man. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty much confirmed at that point. But by the way, we need to start. So, dude, you said something to me like it was it was within the first few days, (laughs) maybe even Friday. You started calling COVID. (laughs) You got a you caught a case of the one nine and is my (laughs) new favorite thing to call COVID. (laughs) Yo, I got a case of the one nine. The one oh, but yeah, man. So the body ache before the taste and smell, the body say, aches let's were talk rough. Body, let's talk oh, body man. aches. I've never experienced anything like it. it. Like I've had, like, if I'm being honest, I've had the flu. In fact, in like 2018, I, when I was in Portland, I had the flu 
like probably the worst one that I can remember. And it like knocked me the fuck out for like four or five days. Like three of those days I was in bed, like barely unable, like barely able to get out of bed. So this was nothing like that. And like I said, I mean, I was working the whole time. I never took a day off. I mean, I was tired of course, but like those body aches, like on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, they were rough. Like I couldn't, especially, it was weird. It was like from like the back of my neck all the way down to my hamstrings, everything hurt. And it was this weird thing where like, you couldn't even sit on the couch, like sitting on the couch or sitting was uncomfortable. Like you would like find a spot that was semi-comfortable for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and then everything would hurt again. Then you'd have to like shift or move. Like the only time I actually felt like the pain wasn't as bad as when I was standing. Really? Yeah. And sleeping was a brutal bitch. Just because, like hurt just, your lungs or back? No, or just every, like laying down and like remaining in any like, um, like single position for too long was just like the pain and just increased or discomfort rather. It wasn't that painful. It was just horribly di- uncomfortable, but it was, I, I liken it to what, it, like if, I've never thrown my back out, but for anybody who like lifts or like squats or deadlifts heavy, the, like those, like the two and third, the second and third day after that, when you're just sore as hell and everything hurts, you like can't get yourself off the shitter or yep. like getting up off, like from a seated position or like off the couch or whatever is yep. like a, an effort. It felt like that, but, but a lot more specific to like my, like right around my lower spine. It was, re- it was a really weird feeling. And then, and then my hamstrings, they would never cramp, but you know, the feeling before muscles cramp, like that yeah. twinge feeling, it felt like yeah. that nonstop. It was oh really weird. God. Yeah. It was horribly uncomfortable, but by Sunday, you know, all this started on Wednesday by Sunday, most of that had gone away. And by the following Wednesday, I actually felt pretty good. Like I mean, I was still oh, yeah, in quarantine. Yeah, you, you went for like a run and stuff, Yeah, I went for a run, yeah. So I was feeling pretty good, but I was still in quarantine. So like, I, I mean, I couldn't. So I was supposed to leave for Nebraska or Colorado rather, Denver on Wednesday to go spend fam- or time or Christmas or whatever with family, see you and stuff. But yeah, we, I, so with the new r- rules or whatever, like basically you have to quarantine 10 days from the day of your first symptom mm-hmm. as long, and then you're, you're pretty much good to go as long as you're not showing any like of the like specific symptoms, like taste and smell and stuff. If you have those, like yeah. you're fine because those can last clearly, but, right. but yeah, so I had to, uh, quarantine through the Saturday after. So basically the December 26th. So yeah, I spent, those that week of Christmas at home on the couch, <clears throat> I watched Netflix entire library. So we're caught up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're caught up. <laughs> so if you have any questions about a show on Netflix, just hit me on hit me on the hip. I'll get I'll get back to you. So we are. So we're caught up. I uh, need them to release some new right. material, dude. I'm not kidding because you know it's a little depressing because you know of course I would. Re- I was excited because I was going to get to go home and it just happened to work out that I was going to get to see, spend some time with my entire like immediate family, but then cousins and aunts and stuff happened to be in town. So I was going to like make some stops at other houses. Of course, I was going to get to see you and your family. So 
it was pretty it, it, a little depressing and I was kind of bummed out that week because, you know, I was looking forward to that trip, but, um, um, yeah, so I tried to do my absolute best to like stay level headed and get in the Christmas spirit. So dude, I watched every Christmas movie that's ever been made. Um, how many times did you watch Christmas vacation? I think four or five. <laughs> dude every year i do it it's so I bad know i could do I know. Is this did you watch this more this year than than yeah typically? last last year i only watched it once last year okay yeah so a little out of the norm yeah so yeah i watched i'd say on average it's three to four times a year that i get a, that and, and i refuse to watch it until at least after the day after thanksgiving and that's yeah. usually when i get the first viewing in and then um you know, a lot of times I'll just turn it on because I don't even, I know the movie so incredibly well at this point that I just need to hear what's happening. Like the voices. And I know exactly what the scene in the movie is. I just know what's happening. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, but yeah. So then anyway, on that Saturday afterwards, I went and got another test, tested negative and, you know, outside of the taste and smell thing, I'm, I'm past it. Have they determined around the like the taste and smell thing? Have they determined that if you carry that for whatever you're like a long hauler or anything like that, or you just that's no. one of the symptoms that could stick around, but you could there's no way you've got to stop. Yeah. So I did some research because I'll be honest with you, there. I'm I'm a little more used to it now, and I'll be honest, some of my some of it's coming back. I would say I'm probably at best ten percent. Like it's it's hit or miss. Like. I think I was telling you like a day or two ago that I woke up and I was drinking one of those limoncello LaCroix yeah. and I woke up and went out to the kitchen, grabbed one. It's like one of the first things I do every morning is I chug one of those things. And yeah. so my first big drink of it, I actually tasted it. I was like, oh, this is wonderful. I can taste it. The second drink, nothing. I couldn't taste it. You're like, oh, this tastes like LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. This is a LaCroix. But yeah. yeah. It, uh, so and then like I smells. think I can taste lemon in the other room. Oh, <laughs> yep, oh that's my right. neighbor must have just bought a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the uh, the um, smell thing is weird, too. Like every once in a while, I'll catch a smell of something. And like if if it's a strong scent, like a, like I can go smell like potpourri, but if I stick my nose into it and take a big smell, I can like, oh, I can kind of smell that. But just general stuff like yesterday, I went and picked up wings and you know how like when you pick up food and put it in your car, you can immediately smell it. And you're like, oh, I cannot wait to crush this. I don't mm -hmm. you, I, I was like, I had that food sitting in the passenger seat and I'm like, I can't smell anything. No kidding. And yeah. then you go home and eat the wings and just really nothing. <laughs> like I can kind but like of, you said, you get the sensation from the spice and all that. Yeah. That's the weird thing too. That Talk spicy. About that. Yeah. Okay. So Talk about that. I want to, yeah. I want to hear more about that. That's still one of the more fascinating things of, about right. this whole thing is yeah. the sensation bits. So yeah, this is, so one of the things that like with, at least in my experience, so like with like the, the, like the flavors of things I can discern between sweet, spicy, like, um, like, like if I was to eat like a piece of steak, like I could, there would be a sensation that the steak would give my mouth, like, like, um, like a, I don't even know how to scrape, but like you, you, like the sensation in your mouth, on your tongue, like savory, for example, like I can tell that like, that's what it is. Granted, if I had been born never knowing those things, I probably wouldn't be able to like 
discern all of that different stuff but like and and, and it has nothing to do with like the visual tie to it like if like well, if you closed your eyes and i put a piece of steak in your mouth or put something like would you be able to recognize that that's the thing okay well let's do it with something different like let's say you gave me three drinks one of them was pure vodka yeah one of them was a gatorade and one of them was coffee okay, okay. let's say all of them are cold or like room yep. temp Yep. I would absolutely be able to tell you, I wouldn't necessarily knew it was vodka, but I could tell you, oh, that's alcohol because it like okay. burns like the parts of your tongue that like, al- like straight alcohol does. Right. Yes. Coffee. I would be able to tell you it's coffee because it's like the bitterness of coffee on your tongue. You can tell. And okay. then Gatorade, I'd be like, oh, I wouldn't tell you, I wouldn't know it's Gatorade, but I could tell you, oh, that's something sweet or it has it. sweetness in it. So that's that's weird. weird. It really is. But then spicy food. So like, you know, when you're sick or whatever, you tend to like want to eat spicy stuff so it can drain your nose and stuff and clear you out. Well, I didn't really have a lot of head congestion or anything. I didn't even have a fever or a headache or anything like that. But so I was, but just naturally I like spicy food anyway. So I was eating a lot of spicy stuff like jalapenos on crap and whatever. And it's weird. So, so you can tell it's spicy because your tongue is still on fire. Like when you eat spicy food, like your mouth burns, but like the flavor that comes from like jalapenos tastes good. You can't taste the jalapeno. You just know something in your mouth is burning your mouth. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) You're like, Ooh, that's spicy, but you have no idea like what it is you're eating. That's spicy. So, okay. My, this is very difficult for me to comprehend. Right. Like, like I, I understand it. Like it makes total sense. So, but it's, let it, me tell you what I did. This is how I knew that like I made a bad decision. I ordered Thai food. This is like, I think it was the Sunday after I tested negative, I ordered Thai food. And you know how like they like Thai food, they have like low, medium and like, like medium and hot. And then they have Thai, like spicy hot. It's yeah, like, like white what, guy spicy versus Thai spicy. Yeah. So I yeah. ordered. Um, um, Have you ever been to Sila Thai in Portland, by the way, the food truck? And that's what the guy asks you when you order. He's like, oh, do no, you I like never, spicy? Oh, and you man, I wish you would have told me that like, when I was there. No, oh, I never I told was. you that a thousand times. My favorite Thai place in the world. But My favorite anyway. Thai place in Portland was this place called Thai Peacock. It was so good. Okay. Um, but anyway. Uh, Pock Pock's gone too. But oh, yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, they're wings. They're, they're delicious. Wings. Yeah. Only thing on the menu, really, but yeah, they're wings. Yeah, so good. But uh, anyway, so I ordered... Um, it was like one of the, one of the, um, what's the frick, Jesus Christ. What's the freaking Thai food? The main Thai food the, with the spice that everybody curry? uses. Curry. Thank you. Uh, Penang curry is what I got. And I had them make it Thai spicy hot. I was like, well, if I can't taste it, I'm going to be fine. Like knowing already that I knew that spicy had an effect, but I was like, it's not, I'm not going to be able to taste it. So it's gonna be fine. Fuck that. It burnt the shit out of my mouth, dude. I couldn't eat it all. It hurt too bad. That I is couldn't so- taste it. But I, but it was burning my goddamn mouth. I was like, this is setting me backwards because it's burning my taste buds. Okay. So I'm glad you just went there because that was one of the questions I had when I was telling a friend about it. There are, in my opinion, there are varying degrees of spice, right? To mm-hmm. your point, there is like in the Thai world, there's white guy spicy. There's mm-hmm. Thai spicy that the guy asks it. See the Thai, by the way, he can say that because his wife's Thai. So, right. um, I think there's also a varying degree of spice level across cuisines. Like I can go pretty hot on the Asian spice, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to Mexican or Latin spicy, 
I'm a pretty big sissy. Like, really? if I get a jalapeno that's too hot, it's like, mm, yeah, I'm give me the water, like right. throw it all down. Especially like fresh but, jalapenos. You bite into one of those and it's for hot. Sure. Yeah. Yep. But like a Thai chili, which I think on the Scoville scale is is a little bit. I can eat those things and just like pop them into my mouth, no mm-hmm. problem. I mean, I'll, I'll eat them whole. Right. Um. So, are you able? Is there? Okay. So the question is. When it comes to eating a jalapeno, like you mentioned, versus eating the Penang curry, are you able to discern the difference in spice or is it just, wow, my my tongue hurts? Yep. That's just that. That's it. So mm-hmm. there is a flavor component to it. There is. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, and, you know, like you yeah. can taste like a jalapeno has a very oh, distinct flavor. Absolutely. And then like a, but like I guess, a yeah. 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 But no, I guess it like there's burns. not, it's not a different spice <laughs> no, because I guess it's still that capacin or however you say it, capacin or whatever right. that, that's doing the burning. Right. So yeah. it's the same. So, so it, it, like, I'm glad that you said that because if you think about it, that's what's actually happening. It's a chemical reaction inside your right. mouth that is causing that burn sensation. Yep. And it has nothing to do with what it tastes like. So, I mean, so is it similar to like when you are cutting jalapenos or something like that, and then you rub your eye or touch your Johnson and you and get that kind of stings? like, Ooh, yep. icy hot exactly. feeling. It with, doesn't matter what pepper you did that with. You're going to get yep. the same sting and burn. Yep. And that's what you kind of feel on your tongue. Exactly. Although same. probably amplified because your taste buds are just that much more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It actually, I would argue that more than like, like even, and again, this is, because I can't taste, I don't actually know, but I would argue that it probably becomes even maybe a little bit more spicy when you can taste everything. I don't know. Maybe it's, that's, more, it's spicier when you can taste it. I would think maybe because, okay, I don't know, maybe there's something that's happening like the brain tongue connection. That's like, Ooh, I know that flavor and your brain's already like firing off the alarm. Like this is going to be hot. It, yep. Get ready. Yep. Yep. So I don't know. Huh. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's, it's been very interesting and, and, uh, that makes it, me want to contract the one nine just so I can, no, just so I can experience it. Because no, so, so this is, so let me tell you, this is, you know, especially in the first few days after I lost sense of like the smell and taste thing, like you have these like small moments of anxiety and like panic. I was going to say panic and scare, yeah. like, like you're kind of scared. Yeah. Like, like I said, now I'm almost 14 days into this and it's like, I've, it, there's a thing called the, um, oh hell. It's called the, it's going to come to me. There's a term. Oh man. It's a thing that happens. It's like a, okay, this term is going to come to me in a second, but it's basically like, there's this thing that, that happens. Like, let's say the worst thing that people think about all the time. It's like, imagine if you go in a car accident and you end up uh, paralyzed from the waist down. A lot of people will be like, I would never be able to survive that. I would, my life would be over. Well, Mm -hmm. Actually, what happens is just like anything in life, like like your level of happiness and, and how much you appreciate life and stuff is kind of like a genetic set point for you. Every person's is a little bit different. Like, you know, like everyone has a happiness scale that they're, they're like they live on. So like and genetics has a lot to do with it. So like your like happiness scale may be like different than mine. So my like peak happiness may be at like your midpoint happiness scale. Okay. Okay. Well, um, it's basically this, this thing that happens in like, if someone was, let's say, you know, as two like able adults that are able to walk around and whatever we think, oh my God, if I was paralyzed tomorrow, my life would be over. What actually happens though is in time, 
you just, because of this genetic set point for happiness and like just your ability to live life, you will get used to this new lifestyle. It's the same thing that happens like when you get a raise and then you start living within the means of your new money that you're bringing in, right? It's the same thing that happens with anything else. So that's what's kind of happened to me. I've gotten used to the fact that I can't taste. And so it doesn't scare me as much, even though if I think too far to, or too much about it, it freaks me out because I'm like, what if it doesn't ever come back? What because that does happen. Right. So of course, like at the beginning, I was like, I would have like one of these little mini panics and jump online and start doing all this research as I tend to do, which makes it usually worse for me because it's like, I'm not <sighs> getting, I, I try do my best to go in there and, and stressors. Rather, yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> I know the information I want to find, but I try to like be clear. It's like, okay, I don't want to just like confirmation bias, like, oh, that's the information. That's the news I was looking. I'm out. I actually read enough to be like, okay, well, the the research that I've taken away is that on average, it takes anywhere between two and four weeks for people to get their taste and like their senses back. Okay. It can take some people up to six months. After six months is when they say like you maybe should start if it's not back yet, you should start being cons- like a little concerned because what so this is interesting, but there are like nerves that run from your tongue into the like stem of your brain. And so they don't actually know. So this is the, I'm going to do my absolute best. And I'm going to just brutalize this probably. But so there are these like little mucus sacs that surround like inside your nasal cavity that s- protect these nerve endings that essentially allow you to smell. And so what they believe, you know, like when you get like a normal head cold, for example, and you have a lot of that congestion, the reason you can't smell is because there's so much pressure in your nasal cavity and that pressure is pushing on those nerves and preventing you from smelling. Well, what COVID does it preventing, well, preventing, this is, uh, this is fascinating. I didn't know this, but that makes sense. It's preventing the signal going to your brain. Right. Yeah. So there's you're so much, co- smelling, yeah, there's so much congestion. Your right. brain can't interpret it. Right. It's like, it's, everything's being pressed. Like there's, yeah, like okay. those nerves are being compressed or whatever. And so you're just, the sensation is just God. deadened essentially. Well, Mike just COVID, dropping all sorts of knowledge. Well, I did a lot of research because I was panicking. Court. Yeah. So with COVID, <laughs> those sacks the the virus actually attacks those membranes around those nerves and like dries them up essentially. And so what they, some of the articles I read, they believe that some of those nerves then eventually die because they're exposed. And so, and you know, again, severity is different between different people and, and whatever. I don't know if it has to do with like the strain of the virus or, or variant of the virus or whatever, but, um, but what will happen in time is, you know, that why it can take a little bit longer for some people is because then those nerves have to essentially regrow and reconnect themselves to the back of, or the stem of the brain. Well, what's really interesting, a lot of people claim like as they're coming, as their, their sense of, of smells kind of coming back online after like a period of not having it, they'll, I've read that people have like really, really like almost like rotten egg smells constantly in their nose. Um, my dad's wife, for example, said it smelled like a charred barrel for like a week after she started she, getting her sense back. She had COVID? Yeah. Okay. And so, and like some people, I read this one woman who for like the first few weeks after her smell came back, like anything that had a, like a really strong odor. So think like, like onions and garlic 
would make her incredibly nauseous to smell. She's like, I love, like if you put onions and garlic in food, I would eat it and still enjoy it. But if I smelled them fresh, I would have to leave the kitchen because it made me nauseous. I felt like I was going to throw up. Huh. Yeah. And then, so what can also happen is that those nerves can then reattach themselves in the wrong parts of the stem of the brain and, or base of the brain or wherever they connect. And it will throw off your sense of smell. And in time, those will generally try to like course correct and like reattach in the right areas. Mm -hmm. But in some cases that's permanent and you'll always have these like skewed senses of smell. So like skewed to the point where like you smell a glass of wine and you think that you're smelling tuna casserole or <laughs> well, something not, like that. I don't know if it's that severe, but like well, maybe, right. but, but that's the, maybe something that you used to think smelled good. Doesn't smell like that good anymore or, or, or something okay, like that. So it's or not it's, like you're associating different. Right. Or maybe like, a, like the smell of like, I don't know, a rose doesn't quite smell as like floral as it used to or something. Maybe it's like a little, you know, who knows? I don't, I, I don't have that experience, but so all of this is fascinating to me, but it's, but what I read is it's generally two to four weeks. People will get it back. It's like 90% of people will have it back in that time. And then six months, they say after four weeks, if you don't, they, they recommend you start doing like scent training where you go and every single day you find like four or five items that are very, very potent and you like take big smells of them and then like try to imagine what that smell was like when you could smell. And apparently mm -hmm. that helps your brain remember. And then after the six month mark, they're like, you should probably go see a specialist because they say if it goes for a year, more than likely it will never come back. Oh my God. I, I got to hit my mom. I got to hit my mom up and let her know all that stuff yeah. because she still, she still says that she can't smell. She doesn't know that she had it, but I mean, I mean she had to have, right? I, if, if, you know, here's the thing, like with COVID and you, and you can, cause I think she says that she can't taste. She says she can smell a little bit here and there, but she can't taste. Yeah. Is I that mean, in if line you think, with kind of how yours well, yeah. is or is it reversed? Well, no, you think about like there, in my personal opinion, and, and, and again, this is not based on any scientific research, but I think scent and taste are so like coupled right. together, you know, like when you yep. have like a stuffed nose. Yep. It like kind of like minimizes the flavor of everything. You still might be able to right. taste a little bit, but it's kind of not there. It's the same thing. If you're struggling to smell, then of course your taste buds aren't going to, I don't know if they don't work as well, or if it's just that it's like those two feed off each other to like provide the right. I don't, I don't know how it all works. Yeah. Together. They're definitely linked, mm -hmm. but it's, so it's, so it's, and I, I've never, I don't think I've ever really thought about it. So it's the scent ultimately that's driving the smell more or less. If you can't smell, you're not tasting. Yeah. So like, that's a really good question. So your taste buds, but like, I think scent as you're eating has something to do with like your overall flavor of what you're getting. Cause you can smell the stuff in the food that you're tasting. Right. And so there's like some, you know, weird connection that, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. So like I said, the, the, those, those things that I can differentiate, like the sweet and the salty and all of those, those yeah. are, have nothing to do with smell. Those are sensations that I'm sensations. feeling that I am just able to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What you're going you're to say is I'm able to just, uh, because I have it in my life, been able to smell and taste, I can associate them with what it is. Right. If I was born without any of this, I don't think I would know. I'm able to use like past knowledge, past information to be like, oh, that sensation is sweet. Okay, cool. That's so weird. Yeah. So are there, in all of the research that you've been doing, mm -hmm. 
Have you uncovered any other diseases or syndromes or anything like that where this is the case? I don't know that I've ever heard of anybody just flat out like zero taste, zero smell. That's it. Yeah. No, the, before, the one, before, before the one nine. Yeah. Before the one. Yeah. No, the only, the one, the, there are other diseases that like will essentially attack those, like whatever those things in your nasal pa- ca- or cavity is that like, there are diseases that will go in and destroy those for good. And I couldn't tell you what the name of it is. This, I did this research like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. So I've forgotten the number one reason this actually happens though, is uh, head trauma. People will like trauma. You can get hit in the head hard, get like, you know, smacked in the face, whatever. I mean, a broken nose, whatever can actually then lead to permanent loss of smell or taste. Got it. And then I would assume there's some sort of syndrome or something like that. Genetically, you can be born. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, there would have to be. Right. Do you imagine? Yeah. Even though I think that might be easier because if you don't know better. That would be easier you, than having yeah. it and losing it, you know, because now you actually feel like you've just lost like, something. Just yeah, just like sight or or yeah. hearing or yeah, yeah. yeah. And smell, huh. you know, like it, again, like I said earlier, I have such a like massive smell thing. Like I, like to me, scent is like one of my favorites. Like I have, like my house always smells good. I love cologne. Like I always buy. I'll spend more money on bars of soap just because I like the way they smell. For me, and they, I think, isn't it, they say like scent is one of the most powerful ways of like remembering the past. Like scent has more impact on like you remember, like you can smell like a cologne or a perfume that will take you back to like a very, very specific like part of life. Mm -hmm. You know, like I know taste and sound and all of those, they all have it, but I want to say scent is one of the more powerful ones. Okay. And it sucks to not have it like and, and and we we joked around about this, too. But even like just your own hygiene, like you need to be able to smell yourself to know, like, do I stink? Does my breast smell? Does you know, did I just fart and it smelled like fucking like knock like, you know, some kind <laughs> of like fucking mustard gas? Am I going to kill people around me? You know, like those types, like what's wrong with my stomach? That's like that kind of death is coming out of me. Like, <laughs> like so it's weird that you can't smell any of those things and it's like i probably brush my teeth four times a day now because i never know if my breast stinks and it drives me crazy wow (laughs) yeah because the last thing you want to do is be like talking to someone they're like did you just lick asshole because (laughs) i'm not going to talk to you anymore you're gross and i just don't want h pylori (laughs) Uh. (laughs) oh yeah so by the way (laughs) In our last podcast, we were talking about, Jeff asked the question, what, what is H. pylori and what is the cause of it? Like, where do people get it? And I, so I did some research and let Jeff know for anybody listening, that's listened to that one is one of the fastest ways or one of the most common rather ways of getting H. pylori, which is like a, like stomach bug virus thing is, uh, eating butt. Eat. <laughs> buddy yeah so if you like to fucking live fast and eat ass be careful folks man yeah what an absolutely like weird 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 thing so so i have two more questions okay. that i've been wanting to ask you yeah. one um have you figured out or come to any conclusions on where you got it I'm about 95% sure that I got it or 98% sure rather that I got it at the gym. 
Really? So I'm going to, yeah. And I know people out here, especially, I know there's a lot of people doing everything they can to, you know, quarantine and, and, you know, be respectful and follow the rules when, you know, you're out in public. I do a really good job. I follow all the rules except at the gym. Um, I live in Atlanta, so Georgia doesn't believe coronavirus is a thing. And so everybody at the gym, I would say I go walk into LA fitness and 90 plus percent of people do not have masks on. And I've been doing that since June. So I knew there was a risk. It was a risk I was willing to take because the gym is so important just in my mental health. So I knew it was a risk, but yeah, more than like, cause that's the only place that I was where there was, you know, a, a substantial amount of people in a somewhat close environment where I was not wearing a mask. So more than likely that's where I picked it up. Got it. And, and I was okay. actually with friends. So on Wednesday, that Wednesday, I was actually with, with friends on Sunday and Saturday and no, none of them got it. So, okay. but I did go so to the gym, the gym on Monday and Tuesday of that week. I got it. So, you know, they say it takes anywhere from like two to five days for, before right. symptoms show. So I could have picked it up the weekend or the week before, like on a Friday or Saturday when I was at the gym or hell, I could have picked it up on Monday and started showing symptoms on Wednesday. I just, I don't know, but yeah. that's more than likely where I got it. If I had to guess. So roll the dice. Well, there's no roll on the dice. Let's not, that doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> if someone were to say you, what's the question? If you went, if, if you could contract, not, that's a dumb question. If you could contract COVID again, would you do it? Because uh, right. the question is like more or less if, if, if this became like a yearly thing, like the flu and for Mike being off, all that happened was you went through what you went through. Mm -hmm. Like there's no other repercussions. You don't have crazy fever. You don't have any other long-term side effects or anything like that. Knock on wood. That doesn't happen. Right. Um, like big deal, small deal. Uh, outside of the taste and smell thing, small deal. Okay. If, if I, assuming, assuming this goes, yeah, assuming that comes back, I mean, if, if you were to tell me like, there's a chance every year that I'm going to lose my sense of taste and smell for two to four weeks. I mean, that sucks. That's horrible. I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest anybody like, oh yeah, let's go get it. But yeah, but if it was, if it was everything except that, then it's just a very minor flu. Got it. And again, I say that I, no disrespect to anybody else who's had it and had it much worse. Totally, You know, I'm, I got lucky. I I am very much one of the lucky ones because, you know, I, I know that, you know, did you see that, that, uh, that congressman in Louisiana, did you see this? Huh? 41 years old. It was supposed to be sworn into Congress on like Tuesday, 41 years old, has a freaking wife, two young children died of COVID. Wow. Yeah. A healthy dude like i they i saw a picture of him he's not like you know morbidly obese or I no mean, pre-existing he, he conditions could otherwise potentially though, like. have had some stuff but like he looked like a healthy dude 41 years old you think about that man you think 41 if i get covid more than likely i'll be fine and it doesn't always work that way so yeah that's where i am yeah so i mean that's scary but but uh yeah let's let's hope that that um this vaccine does a good job of wiping this out. So I don't, I don't think 
and this is not because I had COVID. I'm just saying like in general, I don't think, you know, we love to think, well, today's the last day of 2020, 21 is going to be so much better. Well, no, not really. I mean, we have six months more of dealing with this at least. Totally. And so, you know, do, Anna, do I think this is going to eradicate coronavirus from like the different, you know, viruses that were exposed to year after year? Probably not. This will be something that, that will probably be around for a while. And, and Jesus, so we're seeing this new variant come out of the UK that's supposed to be, you know, I've it's read in Colorado anywhere, like, now. Yeah, 50 to 70%, you know, more contagious or more infectious or whatever. I mean, who knows? But yeah, I, I let's hope that we find some way to get rid of this in time because it's a fucking pain in the ass. I mean, we already got enough other things to worry about with seasonal cold and flu and crap. We just, uh, let's not keep adding to the list. Yeah. Especially if it no, just- it's, I was, I was just writing about that this morning in a Slack update for work. Like the, the number of people, myself included up until probably a week or two ago, where I just finally was like, you know what? You are an idiot and you've been an idiot for the last three months. But the number of people that are still hanging on to or thinking even if it's subconsciously or whatever, that the the ball is going to drop tonight and the clock is going to turn over to January 1st, 2021. And everybody that's like, oh, so every 2020, 2020 is gone. We're yeah. OK. Things are normal again. Coronavirus disappeared last night. So this is good. Right. Coronavirus disappeared last night. Racism disappeared last night. Everything is like hospital. Right. 2020 New Year. We're good. It's like, no, no, we're in the exact same spot. Right. Everything is the exact same. Yeah. 2021 is going to be just like 2020. Right. Well, and luckily we have the vaccine. People getting vaccinated. It's going apparently going a little slower than they would like. But I, I, I do have some hope. I have zero basis for this, but I just trying my best to be hopeful for what this new year brings that, you know, months into it, when more and more folks are vaccinated or whatever, that hopefully we begin to like, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable being outside or whatever. Hopefully some more events are able to like, you know, still go on and, you know, like the masters, for example, like, you know, we didn't get to go last year. So then they had it with no people in November and I just got an email yesterday and normally the masters start sending out like patron passes and like, uh, like whatever for the tournament. If you actually have tickets starting on January 1st, they're, they've actually delayed that until January 31st to make an announcement. And it's just like, man, it's the, to your point that you just made. 2021 is not going to be that much different. There's a large chance the Masters gets canceled again. You know, we aren't come middle of summer. We're not going to be able there. All of a sudden, you're not going to see all these outdoor concerts happening and stuff again. I mean, hopefully, maybe they start to come back. Maybe it's the end of summer. Maybe it's fall of next year. But it's unfortunate that, you know, it's like and it's kind of a punch to the dick when you think, God, we might have six to eight more months of of something similar to this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm with you. I hope I hope people i i hope people just come to terms with it mm-hmm. you know and i think that's kind of what you're saying like yeah. i still walk by people in the store walk by people out on the sidewalk when i'm on a jog or whatever and i'll you know nod at them or wave my hand at them or smile at them and i get this look of like oh don't talk to the other person i don't <laughs> want coronavirus right. you know and it's like well we're all still the same people mm-hmm. it's all st- like i could have given you the flu the same way last year mm-hmm we're we are where we are let's just let's just move on so okay so you want to hear something really fascinating too that i've i've just started like noticing more and more so 
you know, being at home for 10 days straight and not getting to see anybody else outside of like FaceTimes and phone calls, like for, I'm not necessarily a hermit by any means, but I really enjoy mic time, like away from everybody else. That's way too much of time with myself, like uninterrupted time with myself. So the day I could get out, I was like stoked. I'm like, I got like a list of errands. I'm going to freaking go do all these things just to be out in public and around other people. Yeah. But what I started noticing shortly after that was you can tell by just looking at someone's eyes if they smile at you. Like you don't have to see anything else. You can see eyes and be like, oh, they just smiled at me. And it's like, that's pretty fucking cool that we're forced to now see those things that you would have never noticed probably before. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. And I hope people start. Yeah. I hope people bring that back because I'm tired of the just scared puppy dog look in people's faces that, that, yeah, that I am this horrible person or, or potentially, and that's probably not what's going through their head, but the chance that I'm going to give them like, again, I could have given you the flu last year. Mm-hmm. I could have given you pneumonia when I had it. I could, you know, I could have given you AIDS. I could have given you like herpes. I could have given you AIDS. <laughs> Speaking of which, dude, I read, you know, I read a couple of days ago that there's this new super strain of gonorrhea. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Apparently like because of like, you know, all of this stuff where uh, this doesn't need to be like a thing that we eat a hole we run down, but like because of like people being like essentially overly treated with antibiotics constantly and stuff. Yep. Now there's this super strain of gonorrhea that is, um, uh, like antibiotic resistant. I'm like, Oh, that's good. good. That's perfect. That's what we need. Good. Everyone can fucking start pissing fire and razor blades that all of a sudden can't be fixed. We need a we need more of stuff that's antibiotic exactly. resistant. I think. Yep. So that's um, good. So that's good. All right. A few weeks back, a few weeks ago, we did the uh, current event trivia. Oh, you we're asked doing some questions. Trivia. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yep. Am well, I I'm, am I'm I on the hot ask. seat? You are on the hot seat. I just pulled it up. So um, this is this is going to be challenging, I think, because what we talked about in one of our past podcasts, we don't I haven't been really paying attention to the news as much now. Yeah. So this is going to be a challenge. I'm going to a fucking I, toolbox. I'm glad I went first because I'm sitting here looking through some of these questions and I was like, I don't know the answer. To any yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, thanks for making me look like so, an asshole. Yep. Take that with, uh, yeah. Keep that in mind, folks, as you listen to this, Mike is not this dumb, um, but who knows? Well, maybe I don't get it dumb, but maybe he'll get all of them. Maybe he'll be surprised. Maybe he'll press more myself. attention than he thinks he is. All right. Current event trivia. Uh, I think I got nine out of 10 you when did. I went a few you weeks did. back. Um, mm-hmm. let's see if Mike can beat me. Um, my fingers are crossed. I'm hoping for it. Here we go. <laughs> are you? All right. Question are you? number one for the fourth year in a row, the Associated Press named blank the male athlete of the year. Oh, shit. I don't know. I didn't know this before this year. So uh, LeBron Tom James Brady. That is option four. Do you want to hear the others yes. or do you want? Oh, to, I get okay. oh, this is multiple choice. Yes. Give multiple them to choice. Me. Tom Brady, the fo- the quarterback for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw. Oh, you're right. You're right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw, pitcher for the Dodgers. Okay. Lionel Messi. Ooh, him. Or LeBron James. Oh, if you wouldn't have said Messi, I would have gone with LeBron. 
The Associated Press. I'm going to go messy. Going messy. Mm-hmm. Although, number two, right. although President Trump signed the $900 bill, billion dollar Actually, can I change my answer? Can I say LeBron? I was going to say, go always go with your first. Yeah, I was going to say, go, go with LeBron. Although President Trump signed the $900 billion coronavirus relief bill after a five-day delay, he wants Congress to increase payments to individuals from $600 to... $2,000. $2,000. Do you want to hear the other ones? Nope. Authorities named, number three, authorities named 63-year-old Anthony Warner as the person who exploded his RV in downtown blank on Christmas morning with himself in it. Number four, according to a new report from Johns Hopkins University, one in every blank Americans has died from the one nine. <laughs> okay, I need, I need, yeah, you're going to give me these. I, I don't should have no say COVID 19 when it's a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's it not a laughing like a matter, but still, prick. it's the what nine. Uh, okay, one, one thousand. One in one thousand. One in one thousand. Okay. One in fifteen hundred. One in 2,000 or one in 2,500. Oh, good Lord. They didn't make this easy. Um, <laughs> one in, I'm going to, one in 2,000. It's got to be 2,000 or 2,500. One in 2,000, I say. I don't know. One That's, in 2,000. It seems, I don't know. I actually have no clue. All right. Number five, California Governor Gavin Newsom appointed blank to fill Kamala Kamala. How do you say your name? Kamala, Kamala Harris's Senate seat. He will be the state's first Latin X. Oh, I read this dude's name too. one. Danny Trejo. <laughs> two. Xavier. Becerra. 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 I think that's the guy. Three. Gustavo Arellano. <laughs> that sounded pretty four, good. Alex Padilla. Oh, fuck you. It's got to be him or the other dude. I'm going Javier. Javier Becerra. Yeah. Becerra. Becerra. Double R's. That's a, that's a guess. It might be the last one, but I'm going to go with that guy. Nicola Sturgeon, the leader of blank, says it is time for her country to leave the United Kingdom and become an independent European nation. What? One Say it again. Read the question. What did you? Is this the freaking the the like the pro version of this test? Because this is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> this is the proletariat <laughs> version the, of this test. You have to remember, I'm just a member of the proletariat. I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number one. Nicola Sturgeon, the leader of blank, says it is time for her country to leave the United Kingdom and become an independent European nation. Okay. One, Scotland. Two, Wales. Three, Northern Ireland. Or four, England. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. Seven. The animated movie Blank, released on Christmas Day, is the first Pixar movie with a black lead character. Soul. Soul. President-elect Joe Biden nominated Miguel Cardona, the blank commissioner of education, as his pick for education secretary. The blank commissioner, Massachusetts, 
Connecticut. Wow, I just threw up in my mouth. I think <laughs> Delaware. Del- Delaware. Why can't I You're talk? it over here with Why these names. I- okay, let's Why just get, uh, okay. We're gonna do another <laughs> quiz after this. Jeff, name states. Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. The blank commissioner of Massachusetts, Connecticut, Delaware, or Rhode Island. I did read this, Space or I. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did read this. I'm gonna go Massachusetts. I'm guess it could be Rhode Island, but I think it's Massachusetts. Number nine, Hall of Fame pitcher Phil Niekro. Oh shit! Who is, is Biden Ma- from Rhode Island or Vermont? Biden is from Vermont. I okay. believe. Okay, I'm gonna say with Mass. Actually, isn't he? F- yeah, yeah. He lives up there somewhere, Rhode Island or Mass. Somewhere. Or I mean Vermont, I think. Um, maybe he's from Pennsylvania. I think he's from Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I'm still going anyway. Mass because I just think that sounds right, but I, I, I have actually no idea. Okay. Nine, Hall of Fame pitcher Phil Niekro, who played most of his career with the Milwaukee and Atlanta blank, died at 81. Brewers, Hawks. Bucks, Braves. He's a pitcher? Yep. Well, that has to be the Braves then. I didn't know there was a Milwaukee Braves, but yeah, it's the Braves. I didn't... Do you know there was an all-black team in Atlanta at one point called the Cracker Jacks? No. Yeah. Baseball? Yeah. This was back in Hmm. like the, I would guess, 40s and 50s, I think. Maybe 60s. It's back when like Sears okay. Roebuck was huge. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, I'm Number going 10. Braves. Braves. Number 10. And the last question, U.S. whistleblower Edward Snowden, who is living in exile in blank, announced that he and his wife become will become parents. No, God. <laughs> announced that he and his wife became parents of a baby boy. One, Ecuador. Two, Canada. Three, Russia. For Venezuela. Oh, fuck. I have no idea. I know that. I want to say Ecuador, but that's not him. That's the other dude. The other guy. WikiLeaks guy was in Ecuador. Yeah. Julian Assange. Uh, Fuck. I have no idea where this guy is. What is it? It's Ecuador, Venezuela, Russia, or what? Canada? Canada. I'm going to go Venezuela because I don't think it's Russia or, or I'm going to go Venezuela. Venezuela. I, I don't actually know. He does not actually know. I don't think it's Russia. All right. 50%. Ah, five out of shit, 10. Dude, <sighs> fuck. I suck. Okay. So let's see the correct answers. Number four, according to a new report from Johns Hopkins University, one in every 1,000. I oh, would shit, not have really? guessed that. Yeah. Wow. Americans has died from COVID-19. Wow. Okay. Uh, really? That seems there's high. Three, there's 300 million. So that's, that would, that would have to mean there's 330,000 deaths. Is that correct? Oh yeah. I looked yesterday. Hold on. I actually oh, wow. have this pulled up. I was actually on a phone call yesterday chatting about this. Um, hold on. Let me find that website here. Um, 
we have had in the United States alone, we have um, oh, whoops, that was on the wrong thing. Hold on. Yeah, 342,000 people have died in the U.S. Dang. 342,634. I didn't know it was that high. A little over 1.8 million global deaths. Okay. Yeah. Um, number five, California Governor Gavin Newsom appointed blank to fill Kamala Harris's Alex Padilla. Nic- Nicola Sturgeon, leader of Scotland says Ooh. it's time, not Northern Ireland, okay. for her country to leave. I suck at this. Uh, President-elect Joe Biden nominated Miguel, Miguel Cardona of Connecticut. Oh, fuck me. And U.S. whistleblower Edward Snowden living in exile in Russia. Oh, he's in Russia? Worth, I would have. He's in Russia. I would have missed every one of those except for Edward, just because I've read his book. Edward Snowden, oh. I know he's in Russia. Other than that, I would have missed all the ones you missed. Well, no, and I probably so is I probably would have missed uh, the Hall of Fame picture one because while I know that it's the Atlanta Braves, I would have sat here and overthought it and been like, did the Milwaukee Brewers start as the Atlanta Brewers and move to Milwaukee uh, or vice yeah. versa? Yeah, and I would have. I would have. So I probably would have gone the Brewers because I would have guessed the Atlanta Braves were the younger team. Right. But that's probably not the case. Yeah. Well, wow. it's not the case. So. Hold on. So, so, so Snowden's in Russia, huh? No wonder that Although, we want wow, him so that bad. Makes, that makes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's why. So okay. He's in Russia. Okay. Um, Is he? If you have not read his book, you should read his book. It's phenomenal. What? Do you know the name of the book? Does he have more than one? I don't know if he does have more than one. Um, Actually, that'd be an interesting but tree because I honestly don't know a lot about that whole story. I mean, I know the 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 core big reasons for all of it, but I don't actually know in detail like anything about it. I would like to read that actually. Um, oh, he does. No, he does have just the one. It's called Permanent Record. Um, okay. And it is just the one. All right. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a great book. Okay. Well, clearly I uh, know nothing about what the hell's going on in current affairs, so that's good. You and me both, that, and that was a tough one. Well, yeah. I guess it might not have been tough if we would have been paying attention to the news like we usually do. Yep. I but. would. I would. I would. Back to our conversation a couple weeks ago. I would say that that's a good thing that you yeah. only get five out of ten. By the way, I and I know I've told you this. I'm going to say this on the pod, but if you have not watched Death to 2020 on Netflix, you've got to watch it. It is fucking hilarious. We watched it last night. It is ridiculous. <laughs> that Kristen Milanati girl that plays like the freaking like she's soccer mom. Hilarious. Oh my God. The very end when she's like, like she like claims like all her news is coming from Facebook and she, the guy goes, well, you know that like, like the virus. Would you or, let Facebook into your head? Yeah. Because yeah, they're like making fun. She's like, I'm not going to take the virus. It's a way for them to plant 5G or whatever into our bodies or whatever. And she's like, he's like, well, would you inject Facebook into your veins? She's like, I don't inject Facebook in my veins. He's like, well, you soak it into your brain. And she's goes, get out of my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the part where she's saying that she's not racist. Did you see the, did you happen to notice when the, the guy, the grip, the guy, the sound yeah, guy, and she's, and she's, she's like, like, is he you? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that and the guy, was what I think and I the guy doing the, the interview is like, 
um, he's been there the whole time. She's like, okay. (laughs) After recounting all of the times that she's had these racist interactions. And then there was the time with the pool. That that in Hugh Grant, I don't know exactly what the interviewer says, but Hugh Grant just looks and goes, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Those were the two times I laughed the hardest. Yeah. Oh, and then freaking what was uh, Camille Nanjani's name in there? It was like something like Bark, Bark Multiverse. Multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, and then the was, woman was too. arguably one of the dumbest things I've ever watched, but it was very creative. And the uh, I think. I laughed those really hard at those two things. And then the other times that like, I found myself laughing really hard was at the subtle kind of like, like the, the, it says the English woman's name and it's like average citizen (laughs) doesn't like tell what she does for a job or anything (laughs) like that. And like, the uh the, i don't know if you paid close enough attention to like the youtube clips when when they're showing like such an i forget his name but his reaction to wuhan or whatever and he's sitting there going like the sidebar all of the act like the secondary or like upcoming youtube clips the names of some of those oh, i didn't things, see that oh my god they're <laughs> go phenomenal yeah. they're phenomenal yeah that one the woman like the the scottish or british woman she's like yes. at the very beginning she's like is this going to be on quibi <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah like when she said he goes um in our research you are one of nine of the most average humans on this planet and she goes oh and then, like you could tell she's like well thank you <laughs> <laughs> you know who you know where she's from i couldn't figure it out because i'm like oh i like this one she have you seen the movie or the show afterlife the ricky gervais show on netflix uh-uh. By the way, you should watch it because it's Ricky okay. Gervais being Ricky Gervais, which is great. But she plays like this dumb woman that works in his office in the show, which is not far off from the character she's playing in that, which I was like, that's where I know her. But yeah. Got it. Anyway. All right. Yeah, man. Dude, it was it was it was pretty good. We laughed. We laughed pretty good at at, 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 at most of it. Samuel L's part. I mean, he's he does great. Did you notice the um, voiceover, by the way? Did you know that was who? Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, super creative, yeah. super creative. And, and it's, and it's very funny, well, dude. Very well put together and like attention to detail and stuff. Before watching that, I would have bet you my savings account that the impeachment trial happened last year. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. That was at the beginning of the year. That's what a lot of conspiracy theorists and all that were saying. Corona was, was a means on the left. They were saying it was a means to take, focus off of the impeachment they were saying oh yeah this was done by the republicans in north carolina to take focus off the impeachment it's like are you you guys are you kidding me yeah that's see like i I mean honestly i would have told you that happened in in 2019 and i would have been absolutely certain of it crazy yeah crazy so i I mean yeah this was Um, a fucking crazy year it was and 2021 is going to be right up there with it but uh but yeah do we should we end on a good note or do do we i don't actually sure the the slack thing that i was yeah the slack thing that i was writing about that i mentioned you know talking about uh, whatever it was earlier that we were talking about we've got these icebreaker questions that this this product i think it's called range um fires off into slack for you to uh answer as kind of like a remote okay cool culture culture builder thing it's kind of cool and today's was what are you going to remember from 2020 (laughs) Ooh, that's a good, good question. Do you have an answer? I thought so too. 
I thought so too. You have an answer? My answer. Yeah, I did. I, th- I sat there and thought about it for a minute. And my answer was, I mean, not to get like too lovey dovey, you know, peace, love, happiness, hippy dippy. But like mine was, I want to try to remember to kind of stop and take things in and slow down because at the end of the day, uh, while this, and this is ultimately how I kind of segue into the fact that 2021 is going to be the exact same, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not all going to stop with 2020. Right. And at the end of the day, I've got my health. I've got my family. Nothing bad has happened. I need to remember that like I'm extraordinarily lucky and I just got to stop and kind of think about that every once in a while and, yeah. and remember that like it can always get worse. Mm-hmm. And 2020, 2021 is going to be going to be no different. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Like if I'm answering that question, like very specifically to like this, like that question, like as it's asked, like, what will I remember? I'll probably remember like what it felt like to be forced to quarantine for the first time, like something that I didn't ever even possible. I couldn't even have fathomed whatever happened in my lifetime. Um, and how crazy it was like when, again, it's just, I think this will be dependent on where you live specifically, but like, I know like in Atlanta, there was at least a full month where this city was essentially shut down. So that was crazy to me. I remember that. And I'll also remember like in the, the height of like the BLM and all the protesting and stuff, you know, ha- being in Atlanta, you know, which is a, you know, largely African-American population participating in some of those protests. And I went on like a, like a BLM bike ride protest that I, I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. And it like, I still, when I think about it, it gets, it gives me the chills, like to see mm-hmm. how many people were out there and how many, it sounds horrible, but like how many white people were out supporting that? Like there was just as many white people included in that thing. And it just, I, I couldn't believe it was just, yeah, it still gives me chills thinking about it. It was such such a fucking cool thing to be a part of and see in real life. So that was really neat. But yeah, takeaway, I think from this year, you're absolutely right. I think the one thing that I think about a lot is we're not guaranteed anything as I think specifically as Americans, we think that we're safe from everything that we have. We live this very, very protected lifestyle, you know, and all of a sudden now you look at, everything from third world countries, countries all the way across the globe that you don't even think twice about day to day, all of a sudden something can happen across the world that has a massive impact on our life. And tomorrow's like, this sounds so cheesy, but tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know, this has forced me to think like, holy crap, you know, prior to 2020, I was like, well, yeah, everybody gets to live until they're, you know, 80, you know, hopefully die in their sleep and that's it. Well, no, I mean, we could have another one of these in three years. It could be 10 times worse than this where it's killing one in five people and there's nothing we can do about it. We can't stop it. Well, we don't know. It could just happen one day and, you know, one day we could get past this life goes back to normal. And then the next day, a new one hits and it will change our lives yet again. So it's like that to me, it's like, back to what you said is learning to appreciate some of the smaller things because we just don't know. So yeah. Yep. But anyway, that's but my anyway. takeaway. Let's go uh, out and hang out with some friends, celebrate the ringing in of a new year and hopefully a step in the right direction. 
All right. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll see y'all in 2021. Absolutely. How many is this this year? How many did we get done? Well, and oh, that's another thing. Oh, a great takeaway from the, the all of this shit in 2020. We started podcasting. That's true. Yeah. That's probably what I'll remember. Yeah. Not really. But <laughs> <laughs> until I get canceled for something I've said on here. <laughs> <laughs> which has been plenty every bit of it. but yeah uh, man so this is what 13 i think 13 yeah lucky 13 yeah, let's get it that sounds right awesome well more to come in 2020 we're gonna try to find well, a cadence that's a little bit more a little bit more uh expected i think yeah so all right ben, ben well i love you man have a happy new all year right. You too. Happy New Year. I'm sure I'll talk to you at some point tonight. Yep. And uh, the rest of y'all, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, See everyone. You. See you See next you in 2021. year. 2021. Love you guys. All right. Love you. Peace. Peace. And that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Please don't forget to download and subscribe to Inexpert Opinions in your favorite podcast app. And uh, it'd be doing us a huge favor if you gave us a five-star rating. That helps us grow. Growing's good. Everything needs to grow, including Inexpert Opinions. We're trying to blow this thing up, y'all. So, uh, yeah, rate us. We love you. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Shut up and sit down.